The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Love it with some passion. Rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Got a honey who come with elite fashion. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustle, you broke, what well, that seems tragic. Gotta catch in the field like deep passes. I tell her plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best cause I grew up beneath madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa, Buffalo money need extra bills. What is going on, football fans, Bills fans, AFC and NFC fans? It's just it's the time of the year where everybody is happy unless your team is no longer playing. And it's your boy Jay Spencer King, and my team is playing, so I'm happy. I got my man Sterles for the girls in the building. And I mean, everybody's favorite trader, because now he's a Giants fan out here these days. Oh, are you serious? Really? Wow. <laughs> my man Antoine Staley, what's going on, man? <laughs> you already got that to say. You just no, 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 no. he mad now. He mad. I'm just saying, <laughs> all year you've been riding with the Jets. Now it's playoffs, and you and you riding with the Giants. I, I... <laughs> man, <laughs> hold on. No, 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 no. No, I mean, I, I go where the work tells me to go. So hey, they want me to cover Giants, and you know the Jets are in the playoffs, so I'm covering the Giants. Yeah, no, I hear that. I'm just. I am. I am an NFL reporter. Like, I always put that. I always make sure I tell people that. Like, for NFL sure, reporter sure. and then Jets as well. So, I'm a Bills fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. We know. We know you're a yeah. homer. Yeah, we know. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm a podcaster. I be trying to tell because people they always hit me up with some stuff too. It's like, well, you're you're uh, media now. I'm like, I'm not media. I am a podcaster. I'm, this is this is a you are media. You are media though. How how? Because you're you are on a major uh, publication and then you're giving your opinion about things. You may be a fan still, but that doesn't mean you're not media. He trying to call me Skip out here. You hear him out here? No, no, I, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I just uh, said you're uh, media. Uh, Spence, uh, uh, Spence. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> Skip be Wallace. Skip, Skip be bugging. Uh, what's up with you, Sterles? Hey, well, you know, I'm just sitting here drinking my drink. Uh, I got, I got. You know what? I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm drinking. It, it's, it's like a a mosh posh of sangria with some vanilla crown, some pineapple juice. And uh, some old fashioned cocktail, all in one. Are you trying to wake up tomorrow or not? Like, what's going on, man? No, you, you got some not. things. Got some things going on. We gonna pray for you. Uh, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get right into it, man. Uh, this weekend is the divisional round, so it's um, a lot of people everywhere. I've been listening to all the shows I've been watching, a lot of things I've been reading. It seems like every, everybody feels like this is the best weekend of football in the entire season. I don't know how much I agree with that. Uh, and I guess we could talk about that, but um, you know, you, you supposedly in each side you got the four best teams. Uh, I don't know if I put the Giants. They they made it though, so I can't say I can't put the Giants. Hey, they beat the Vikings, so hey, they. No, no, that's gotta, what I said. No, they beat them. I told y'all. I told y'all. I mean, that's not really a shocker though, but you know, I, I did think the Vikings now, were going to win. Give me my credit. Give nah, me your credit. Yes, I'll give me your props. There you yes, go. I, I will give you your credit, though. But I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think anybody's completely shocked that that happened. Yeah, right, right, right. But wait a minute. I picked the Giants, too. 
Like, go back and look at my picks. No, don't don't do that. I picked the Giants last week. Wait a minute. <laughs> the game that I messed up on was the Jacksonville Jaguars and the in the uh, Chargers. I thought the Chargers. I got, Chargers that, I got that one right too. Yeah, yeah I got. I picked Jacksonville. Like, never never picked the Chargers on anything. Damn, like, no. I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way because, and they had me feeling good at halftime. You know what I mean? Like I was feeling real good at halftime. Four interceptions. Come on, man. Anyway, so first, let's talk about that first thing though. Like, so uh, in your opinion, because like I said, it's been a common theme that I've heard this week. People are saying that this is the best week of football or the best weekend of football in the entire year uh, with the games that we have going on. How do y'all feel about that? You feel like that's an accurate statement, or is it just you know people talking that talk? I think it's real. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, you got two of the best teams in the AFC facing off in the Bills and the Bengals. On the other side, man, the 49ers are rolling. Cowboys, Dak played a, a pretty impressive uh, game. I thought it was his best game of the season. Uh, I, I think these these teams are ready to rock, man. I feel like in the AFC, I think it's the a preview of the AFC championship game. I think it's, you know, the Bills and the Bengals. Like, if the Bills beat the, the Bengals, I feel like it's an easier game against the Chiefs next week. On the other side, I feel like the Eagles are going to get upset this week. I already see Antoine laughing at what I know, he, about I know, him. I know. I got an opinion on that, too. I don't think I agree with you as much as I normally would. But we, we can, we're going to have yeah. that talk in a minute. But, Antoine, what do you think about this weekend's games? No, I think it is the best weekend in, in like, all of football. It's because this is the last weekend you're going to have four games. Out of all, I mean, the rest of the way is going to be two next week, and then you have the Super Bowl, obviously. So, yeah, I think, you know, you see a lot of upsets on divisional weekend, typically. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen this particular year, but I definitely think you, uh, that's why base is so great, because the unpredictable tends to happen. Remember last year, you know, the Bengals, you know, ended up going into Tennessee, the number one seed, and ended up beating them. And, of course, we saw what they were able to do to Kansas City the very next week. So, yeah, expect the unexpected. So that's why I think this is, this is and truly the best weekend of the year as far as the NFL season is concerned. Yeah, to me last year though, I don't know if I look at the, I get it record wise because the mm-hmm. the Titans was the number one seed, but I don't know if I look at it like an upset last year. I feel like everybody going into the playoffs was like the Titans is not your typical number one seed. Them boys is a little bit, you know, like they just weren't as scary as most number one seeds normally are. And I just, I, yeah, I didn't look at them like that. So, but now the, them against the Chiefs last year, I feel like the I feel like the Bengals are built like their defense is built to go up against the Chiefs. You know what I mean? So I feel like that matchup for them typically goes – I mean, we've seen it. They've won their last, what, three games against them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they. I mean, you rarely see somebody own Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but, yeah, the Bengals have definitely done that in recent memory, like three yeah. three times in the last year. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's wild to me. So, But let's get right into the games this weekend. Let's start off with the first one. Uh, the, the team I didn't expect to be there, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are going up against the AFC's number one seed with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Jags fans is talking that talk. Like, they really feel like they actually have a chance. I don't I don't know if I agree with them. I think that um, – well, I'll, I'll let y'all go first. Stros took the last question, so we'll, we'll go with uh, Antoine first on this one. Yeah, I like the way Jacksonville's playing right now. I think their defense, like this, kind of showed in the second half of last week's game against the Chargers. I think their defense is playing really well. Uh, Trayvon Walker, uh, Rashawn Jenkins, uh, uh, obviously Josh, the other Josh Allen is playing really well for them. And I think they were able just to contain Justin Herbert and the uh, Chargers' offense last weekend. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think that's necessarily you know, a precursor of what we're going to see this weekend. But I can get – I get why they're – the Jaguar friends are a little bit excited about this team. They're young. They're hungry. They're playing with house money because nobody really thought they were supposed to be here anyway. So they can go in there and, you know, possibly, you know, shop the world. I don't think they're going to. But, you know, it's going to be up to – can Trevor Lawrence get off to a hot start and continue what he, he showed in the second half last week? If he can, then maybe they have a puncher's chance to end up winning this game. I mean, I think obviously – I don't think the Chiefs are as invincible as some people might think. And mm-hmm. I, I think Jacksonville uh, might be able to hang with them for a little bit. But I expect the Chiefs to win probably by like 10 points or so. But, you know, I think Jacksonville, especially how well coached they are by Doug Peterson, can definitely stay in this, especially on the offensive end. Sterles? Yeah, man, I kind of agree with uh, everything Twan said there, man. Uh, you know, Jacksonville's an impressive team, you know, and you, we didn't even mention Travis Etienne, what he brings to the table. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence, man, he he's he's got ice in his veins, man. You, it's hard to really count him out. 
Now, albeit with that said, you know, the Chargers, <laughs> how are you going to blow a lead like that? I mean, it was, I, I think, you know, it, it, it was more the Chargers choking and Brandon Staley as a coach choking again than it was Trevor Lawrence's play in the second half. But they did what they, they needed to do to get it done. Uh, I, I was really impressed with uh, Doug Peterson's, uh, you know, call play call situationally. I, I felt like they, they were really, really good in, in tight situations uh, to really ice that game. So uh, this week, you know, don't like no one's counting, you know, no, no one thinks the Jaguars are going to win, but I'm telling you, man, they, they got their athletic on defense. I feel like, you know, um, when you got uh, Devin Lloyd uh, as a linebacker, I'm not saying he go, he going to match up with, uh, Travis Kelsey, but I do think that you can do a lot of, you know, he can, I think he can stick with them at least. Um, and, and then you get some safety help over top. So they're scary. They, they got the matchup tools to, to, to go toe to toe with the chiefs. And if I'm the chiefs fan, I, I kind of be a little worried about this game. Well, so I agree with what both of you are saying. The only thing that I disagree, Twan said he thinks it's going to be like a 10 point game. I think the spread, if I'm not mistaken, was like nine and a half or something, something around there, like nine, nine and a half. I actually yes. think, is nine and a half? Yes, yes. So, okay. yeah. Well, I see. I think I don't think it's going to be that. Like, and the only reason why I'm saying this is because, like, just look at the, the Chiefs' year. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I think just based off of the way the Chiefs have been playing, besides that last game against the Raiders, you know, I feel like they've kind of played down to to what their competition has been. You know, like you know, it's just been some close games in times you don't expect it to be close. So I think with with the Jacksonville Jaguars coming into this game, filling themselves. I just think it's going to be a little bit closer, but Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. And I just think he's going to do it. So I give it like a two field goal game or, or one touchdown score, but at like, but it being 10 points, I don't think it's going to be a double digit, double digit win. Uh, I, just, I don't know. I just can't see it. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, seven to 10 points. I think I could see any of that, something like that, but yeah, I think Kansas city will win pretty convincingly. Like you may see Jacksonville maybe cover the spread at, at the end of the game, but yeah, I I think Jack I think the Jaguars are a team on the rise. Really, I think they're gonna be scary uh, the next couple of years, especially when they get they get more skill position players around Trevor Lawrence, uh, prove the offense a lot a little bit, and um, add some pieces on defense. Yeah, they're gonna be a, they're gonna be a problem out in the AFC, which is crazy because you know you already got Joe Burrow and obviously Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and now you add in you know Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville in the midst too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And and then, man, where the heck? Why wasn't Zay Jones anything like this when he was with the Bills? I just don't understand how this dude is all of a sudden now making these. And I get he didn't have like five catches for 140 yards, but still, like he's making some impressive plays when his numbers called on in big moments. He was not like that as a Bill. I think he was. I think when he went to the Raiders, I think they he started to get a little bit more confidence, and I think he started to play better. And then I think that's kind of carried over to what. You see him doing in Jacksonville now. I got a take on that. I feel like, you know, from the from the Bills standpoint, I feel like they're impatient with wide receivers. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you look at Isaiah Hodgins, Zay Jones. I mean, you know, you, you draft these guys and it, it takes a while to, you know, for some, it takes a while to, to, to kind of get acclimated to the game. Uh, Zay Jones, it was I think it was a lot of mental stuff, you know, uh, you know, I think he struggled with depression and, and, and a few other things. But kudos to him for being in a situation where he can uh, ball out and succeed. Having a good quarterback definitely helps. You know, the Bills really didn't have that when he was here. I mean, Tyrod was OK, but, you know, he's no Trevor Lawrence. So um, I, I, I just hope that, you know, I'm wrong about that, that it's not a, a patience and developmental thing from a wide receiver standpoint here in Buffalo. But that's what it sure looks like to me right now. I think also I think he came from East Carolina, which is not. I mean, they ran like a like a you know wild spread offense, like just pass happy. So you're doing a lot of different routes as far as concepts that you're not doing at the NFL. I mean, they just they pretty much just it was kind of like the Texas Tech offense there that you see a lot in college, just very you know run and shoot and type of formations, and you know you really don't do a lot of that in the NFL. So I think it was a bit of a transition for him too as well. Well, I just, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. You know what I'm saying? But sure. It's just like, it's one of those things when I look at all these receivers, like Isaiah Hodges, like you just brought him up and, you know, other guys, we end up, like you said, drafting them, they go on to other teams and then they start to blossom. And, and you're right, the Bills are just not, we're just not patient when it comes to these guys, man. And it's, it's frustrating because, you know, at this point, it's like, man, other than Diggs, now, last week, Isaiah, uh, What's his name? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Davis. Gabe. Oh, a, okay. No, Gabe had a good game. He okay. had he played pretty well. And Shakir, he he came up with some big moments, but still, it's like when you look at 
our wide receiver room as a whole. It's like, man, we just, you know, you coming into the year, I thought we was going to have one of the best wide receiver rooms in the league. Now I feel like it's digs. Then there's a bit of a drop off. And then we have some guy, you know, like we have some, some second level, third level guys, as opposed to, I look at the, I look at what we're about to go up against with uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins. And I'm like, man, I would love to have that type of duo. You know what I mean? Like I would love to have that type of duo. And Tyler Boyd too. You got Tyler Boyd too as yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, so they, they got a nice trio there. And then not to mention, like you talked about Joe Mitson there earlier. So they got, they got their skill position players are insane. Yeah. Well, I talked about him when we wasn't live. We could talk about him now, though. I wish he would shut up. We could talk about him right now. That's what I wish. I mean, I know we still got the Giants and the, and the Eagles. But listen, these dudes out in Cincinnati. Oh, here we ain't go. Nobody disres- ain't nobody. Who's disrespecting Cincinnati? This morning, I looked at ESPN. Everybody picked Cincinnati to win. I looked at FS1. Everybody picked Cincinnati to win. You're looking at all this other stuff. Everybody, like, unless you're from Buffalo, or unless you work for the team, nobody's picking the Bills to win. Then right. all the stuff that you're hearing Josh Allen say, Diggs, all of the players when they are interviewed, it's like, man, that's a good team over there. Those boys, you know, they won the AFC last year. We Roe goes through Roe goes through Cincinnati, even though technically we're playing at home, but they're the champions, they're the defending champions. Ain't nobody disrespecting them, but they are all this all this stuff, man. And ahead, they are though. It, it is some disrespect, man. Like like they, like I said before, you know, we talk about we argue about this off air. They got shafted in all of this. Like you know, they like when the chief you talk about the Chiefs and Bills, the NFL automatically assumed there was gonna be a Bills Chiefs, you know, AMC championship. So look at it from their perspective. Like they feel like they've been disrespected. They feel like they, they might have beat Buffalo. Had that game not get got canceled, like we could be we could be having a different argument. This, this game might have been in Cincinnati then instead of being Buffalo. And this would be a whole other different story, although I don't think it necessarily matters to Cincinnati because obviously we, they've shown that they can go on the road and get the job done. But they feel like they have a reason to feel disrespected. Like forget about the pundits and everything like that. They feel like the NFL, you know, purposely. Why didn't they give them a neutral site game to play Buffalo? Because they broke their record is worse. Well, because they they if they beat Buffalo, it wouldn't have been. But they yes. did. The Bills, but they they could have. See, they the could have. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know that though. See, exactly. I gotta, hold on. I got we, we, we don't know that though. We don't know that though. You are one of the media that just wants to bash Josh Allen and bash. No, the I like Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. You don't. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Say with your whole chest. I've been, I've been defending Josh Allen since he got in the league. How like people people tell me that? How are you gonna sit there and say that that the the Bengals got shafted? Like they did. They did get shot for the last three weeks, and you so ain't saying nothing like that. Because we hadn't, talked about, we hadn't oh, talked about it. We hadn't talked about it. We hadn't talked about it. We hadn't talked about it. So so they so they didn't get shafted in the whole thing. Why didn't they get a neutral well, site game against the Bills? So so Just the Bills supposed to play two neutral site games. Yeah. Yeah. See, because Bills they got Folks at home. No, I'm not. Bills I'm hater. not a Bills hater. I'm not a Bills hater. I just. What's the What was the fairest thing how to much, do in that situation? The NFL should have gave him a third round compensatory pick to the Bengals. How much money do you think Bills fans have to keep traveling like this, man? Like, what? I don't, look, they, <laughs> he the one that lost, all the that's games. Not, that's not my. That's not my problem. That's we not my problem. Ga- we lost three games during the season before okay. going up against the Bengals. The Bengals I, lost four games in the season before going up against the Bills. It's okay. Just, like the game was canceled. They agreed to cancel it. We agreed to cancel it. So the game was suspended. Period. Not to be well, replayed. Yes, correct. But also, I mean, it's no way you're gonna replay that. And then also, it, we didn't have time. It's no way to you know to get that game in the rest of the year. So I, I feel like again, they got shafted. You may not want to admit it, but they did get shafted in all of this because again, <laughs> it had they beat Buffalo and they take care of business like they might have done on Monday night. This game would be in Cincinnati right now, and we wouldn't even be having this discussion. It's but yeah, you don't want you. Okay, go no, ahead. No, because no, no, it's not about me not wanting to admit it. I like the Bengals too. When they're not playing the Bills, I'm a Bengals fan. I love Dude, Joe you Burrow. were you were hating on the Bengals before the year. You, you were saying like no, they're frauds. <laughs> no, wait, wait. I, I already spoke about this, so I bring it up again. I said they don't have the offensive line to protect Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow as a quarterback, but if he don't have the time to throw to these wide receivers, I don't see them doing nothing. Because when they couldn't protect him, they lost. Period. Like that's how he got his knee injured. That that was my take. Now that 
that that is still true too, especially with the offensive line issues. So yeah. So, but it's not me true. hating on them. That was just me saying, like, yo, I don't believe in these boys because they offensive line. The first three, four games of the year, they didn't look like they jailed, man. Like they, they what they lost what the first two games or, or yeah, they started zero and two, and then they they started going on a winning streak. They played the Jets, and then they got it started to go on a big yeah. bit of a run. So I'm saying I see that, and I'm like, they're not protecting Joe Burrow. They're not going to do nothing. And then they figured it out as the year went along, and then they went on a win streak. I don't hate the Bengals. I don't have a problem with Joe Mixon other than him making up stuff now. I don't have a problem with – I love T. Higgins. (laughs) I love Jamar Chase. I've been talking about Jamar Chase like, man, like if if after Justin Jefferson, if I could pick any receiver to come be on my team, it would be him. Or obviously like Devontae Adams or something like that, but that's not gonna happen. But you get what I'm saying? Like I love this dude. But all of this fake made up, all of these feelings, man. To, oh, the Bills, you know, they just disrespect. But why is why is it fake though? Like it's true. Cause it's not, like because because nobody's disrespecting them. They're talking yes. about us selling tickets. They're selling tickets for a potential matchup against the Jackson. They're doing the same thing. They're saying we're disrespectful for. No, the NFL did that. Like the, the difference right. is the bank. The difference is the Bengals are doing that because they have to just in case it happens. The NFL is selling the tickets between the neutral site games. That's the difference in all of this. All right. I would just say it's fake, man. They make it up all of this. <laughs> yeah, we can, we, can, we can agree. Yeah, we can agree to disagree about it, and that's cool. But, yeah, I just feel like they have a right to be the field the way that they do. You may not agree right. with it, but they that's well, they're kind of their right. I mean, as a Jets fan, I totally get it that you would say what you're I, saying. I'm not right a Jets now. fan. I, I'm not a Jets fan, <laughs> as you know. But no, no, I just it, said it. It's see, look, man. I thought we were homies, bro. And so for one week, we I just expected you to be like, yo, like your team, because you know, I'm not feeling good about the game on Sunday, but I needed you to come in here and, and put us at ease. But you couldn't do that. You still gotta you still gotta talk your Bengals stuff and all that, man. So you you ain't you ain't you know I, it was a trinity. I love the, the trifecta. Well, let's jump on we, we, okay. Are we just gonna go into the like the matchup right. now? All right, yeah, let's just let's go into the matchup now. Okay, let's just go to match right there. So again, the twelve and four Cincinnati Bengals are coming to Orchard Park to to face the thirteen and three Buffalo Bills, meaning the Bills lost one less game, and that game is at three o'clock Eastern time (laughs) in Orchard Park. It's where it's supposed to be. Well, we we know why that happened, but let's let's go ahead, go ahead. It it happened because the Bills lost less games, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, we know why. We know why. Yeah, we know why. Why is that? Why is that? We we know why. Like let's just go. Let's go ahead. We, okay, we, well, ahead. I feel like this is the game that everybody's waiting for, though. Like, you know, like Cyril said earlier, this is kind of like what everybody looks at as the AFC championship. Uh, and this was like the game of the year during the season until it got suspended, right? So everybody was looking yeah. forward to this game. I'm looking forward to it. And look, I don't know why, Cyril, I don't know why you feel uneasy about this game or, you know, however you just worded that. I don't, I'm not saying that I'm going into this game thinking we're going to blow these boys out. I don't think that. But there is nothing about this game that makes me say, oh, man, we ain't going to the, the AFC championship game. You know, like, I feel like we can beat these boys. They're not, they yeah. not invincible. I'll give you my reasons. I'll give you my reasons if you guys are ready for it. I'm ready. I just want to say, like, okay. I'm not, again, I'm not getting, this ain't bulletin board material. Like I said, I think they're a good team. I think they figured out now. I don't know about their offensive line now. Like, I don't know. They, yeah. They're going to be without three guys. So if they can't protect Joe Burrow, then I definitely think we can beat them. But I don't think these dudes are invincible at all. I don't think the running game is so dominant. We talked about the run game last week for the Buffalo Bills defense. We don't have to rehash that. I was right. Y'all, y'all well, heard the, it. Well, the Dolphins don't have no running back. I mean, the Dolphins, most of was out, but, but yes. Go you're, at, go like, they, 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 they did, they did their thing. They did their thing. Like, we talked, we talked enough about the Bills defense. They, they showed up last week. Now, let's see what they can do against the real running back this week. The guy that averages 3.9 yards per carry. That that guy had to do it. Okay. No, but the guy that averages 3.9 yards per carry is the real running back. He averages less yards per carry than Zach Moss, and that's the real running back. He's a better, you know, he's a better player. Like, let's be real. My man Devin Singletary had 30 less carries than him and averaged more yards per carry. Who's better? Who's better, though? Just just, just tell me who's better. Who's the better running back? James oh, Cook. stop it. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Look, man, I, I think it boils down to Josh Allen. Uh, you know, I would like to see Josh Allen play more, a little bit more within the structure of the offense, not chase so many big plays. 
Um, you know, I have a problem with the, the two fumbles that he had. One went out of bounds, but it's like third down, buddy. Like, you you got to hold on to the ball. Like, that's inexcusable. And then, you know, the fumble touchdown happened because he was trying to do too much. And it's like, man, like, I get it. But you got to, like, the, the Dolphins offense it ain't nothing to write home about without Tua. You didn't have to do all that. And so it's like, man, it's like it's one of those situations where I feel like if the Bills lose this game, they're going to beat themselves because there's going to be some bonehead turnover or mistake because, you know, Josh Allen's trying to play hero ball. And, and that, to me, is a problem. On the defensive side of the ball, I love the game that Tredavious White had. I just feel like, you know, a lot of those jump ball contested catches that that they knocked out of Waddle's hand or Hill's hand, I think, you know, guys like T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, they come down with those balls. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a lot tougher. Uh, and, and obviously we saw when oh. when they played for half a quarter that they targeted and went after Troy White on the first play. So he he's going to have he's going to have little margin for error, uh, if you will. Um, so those are those are things I'm concerned about. And as far as the offensive line, you know, they're going to they're going to be without three stars. But the Bills, they really don't take advantage of uh, situations like this when they played the Dolphins last week. And, and even through the season, when, when teams had missing offensive linemen, the Bills' defensive line did not show up. And that is a problem to me. So I feel like it's going to be a battle of these two quarterbacks and who's going to make the least amount of mistakes. And, and if they start blitzing Josh Allen like the, like the freaking Dolphins did, it's like, man, that's a, that's a high-risk variance that you got there trying to make these big plays down the field. And I don't want to hear nothing about Gabe Davis being effing ready for the – I needed you all season. Where you been? But Where wait, has he wait, been all so, season? But wait, Twan, before you jump in, so there's two there's two things. I got follow-ups for that. First, you're talking about the receivers. So you you would take the wide receiver room of Jabari Chase and T. Higgins over to Reek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Whoever, because you said it first, though, Sterling. I was asking you. You asking me that? Yeah. Oh no, I would I would take T Higgins and Jamar Chase over Waddle and Hill for sure. Man, you I see you bugging because see to me Ooh, like you just I don't said, know about that. I don't I, know I about that. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think I would. You just the, said some of the passes that they came that, that they didn't come down with that Jamar Chase. I like I like all four of those dudes. I, I'm taking Tariq Hill with anybody. Like look, uh, Tariq Hill is that dude, and I don't think I, I love Jamar Chase. I love T Higgins. He they ain't they ain't Tariq Hill. Well, I, I'll say this too, right? I mean, there was some drops in that game early, too. Like, the Dolphins kind of shot themselves in the foot early with some opportunities that they could have came down with, whether it be Waddle or also Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, I get – I won't say that they are better, but you can't you can't expect them to drop balls like that again, like not to come down with some of those catches. So, I will say that. Uh, I'm sure you're going to say something before I jump in no, there. No, no, go for it. Go for it. No, oh, wait, I the think... second part, wait, the second part. I'm sorry. Yeah, go I ahead. Forget. Then because we were talking about uh, mistakes and what Joe Burrow can do, but then you talked about Josh Allen. I also I, I think we're over like we're we're giving them too much credit for their cornerbacks. I don't think their cornerbacks. To me, if you're going to talk about a weakness when it comes to the Bengals, it's their it's their secondary. Their cornerbacks are not great. Oh, I know, I know that. That I mean, I, I have no qualms there. But again, look, man, when when you, it's about matchups, these guys. T. T Higgins and Jamar Chase are bigger wide receivers, man. They, they when it comes and I, and I said this when it comes to contested catches, they're going to win those 50-50 balls more than Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waller are going to win those. And so you, you're not they're not going to be able to knock them out at in second and third down and, and think you know you know we've arrived. Like they are really going to have to be you know in phase and sound throughout you know throughout the duration of the play you know them, them 50 50 balls are going to be there and, and i mentioned that when i said that the, on the very first play they threw one to, to jamar chase so you know that they're going to be big play hunting in, in this game on sunday because they're, they're going to go after those guys so hope to god they don't put freaking uh dane jackson out there because he's going to get toasted you know you, your best bet is to go with Kyrie elam all right, well, my bad. I just I knew I was gonna forget. That's my mind. No, it's all good. I, I think what it comes down to is just protection of the both quarterbacks. I mean, you look at we talked about the Bengals and their offensive line issues, missing a lot of different people there. And I think it Sterles hit a point that I, I kind of wanted to mention. I, I think they miss Von Miller. I really do. They got Von Miller to compete in these situations yeah. and they they sorely miss him. And I think you kind of saw that last week, even against a quarterback like Skylar Thompson, you know, you could have used somebody that can, you know, like a Von Miller that, you know, doing those situations that, pit, you know, pin years back and just just go out there and get the quarterback. And I don't think they necessarily have a guy that's 
consistent like that. Like maybe you know, maybe I'm wrong, but they don't. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's part of the issue uh, that the Bills face in a game like this, where you know you have an offensive line that's shaky like the Bengals, and again, I don't think they're going to be able to take advantage of it. As far as the other side uh, and with Josh Allen, I mean, he for what I always say he always gives you a bone. Like one, at least one a game. Like it's going to be an opportunity to be able to pick off a pass too. Uh, it may not. It may just be one. And so last, last week it was a number of different opportunities there, and you know the Dolphins took advantage of that. I don't. I'm not saying he's going to throw like two or three interceptions in this game, but you know if you're the Bengals, you definitely have to take advantage of that. They have somebody like a Trey Henderson, Harrison, who's able to come off the edge and you know rush the passer, who great pass rusher there. And if he can get in Josh Allen's face uh, consistently. I think that can force them to make some really bad decisions and have some uh, turnover. So they're kind of like what you saw in the game against the Ravens. So I think that's the key that whoever can protect the quarterback the best, I think it's going to win this game. I think it's that simple. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Like, what do you think? Like, you tell me. Like, yeah, you, said, you don't seem like you agree with it. No, no, <laughs> no. no. I'm just like, in sh- I, I, I just don't know what to believe, man. Like, my heart says the Bills can totally win this game. And I feel like Josh Allen is a big oh, game can. quarterback. He's a big game quarterback in these moments. You know, we don't see a lot of the bonehead mistakes in these moments. Now, I felt like maybe last week they were kind of just high in terms of like, it's the Dolphins. We're not really getting up for these boys. We're going to go out here and do our thing, you know. But I feel like we're going to see, you know, the Josh Allen that we saw in the playoffs last year come this game. But again, you know, it's just this whole narrative about Josh Allen, there's throwing more interceptions. You know, I think he's like 2.5% per, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, turnovers or, or interceptions from last year. And it's like, man, like, I just feel like he just had, I just need him to play like game time. Like it's like, this is do or die. No BS, no trying hero ball stuff. Just play in the, you know, in the construction of the offense, throw the ball to digs. And throw it the ball to dig some more, like because the boys, them boys can't cover him. And in the first half last week, he was eaten. That boy had 90, 96 yards in the first quarter, and then they just kind of just stopped going to him. Like keep going to digs, man. He, he gonna get you. To, he, he gonna carry you to the Super Bowl if you keep throwing him the ball. Yeah, I just want to say, like we kind of we all kind of disrespected the Dolphins in that game last week, and yeah, we definitely. I mean, divisional games you can never count out. I think that's we kind of learned that mm-hmm. a little bit last weekend. They put up a hell of an effort, like considering the circumstances. So, yeah, I, I definitely want to give them props for, you know, hanging in there and making it competitive as hell. Like, it's the bill, yeah. like, which I don't think sure. nobody really saw coming. No, I definitely agree with that. I mean, on the same, I agree. Wait, we over, we we definitely like was like, yo, them boys is just not going to do nothing. They out of it. Yeah. But I also, I think something can be said about it that the bill's like in a way almost beat themselves you know it's like the the situations that they were putting themselves in and then you know so like yeah they 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 stuck around and they they kept it close i mean hell three points nobody thought 34 to 31 nobody saw that but Mm -hmm. like i said i think i think if you look at 21 of those points the bills they gifted those points you know what i mean like especially the one touchdown from the fumble sure yeah they shot shot themselves in the foot yeah they shot themselves in the foot a few times but you know, to give credit to the Dolphins, they took advantage of it. So, I mean, they did everything they had to do. They knew that's what they had to do in order. That was their only chance to beat the Bills, and yeah. they, damn, they damn near came close. So, they, hey, they but, that was that was the game plan going in. Did y'all see Milano and Edmonds? Good God Almighty, Good them boys, God. them boy. Hey, Tremaine Edmonds just decimated old Bodies. boy on the flat. Did you see? Did you see that twice? Yeah, I did. That? Yeah, hey, them, they, they are. I'm telling you, dog, them two dudes right there. If if we need somebody to step up on defense, those are the guys that, you know, going to play. They're going to play hard. I mean, well, we already know that sacks, Tremaine Edmonds just just dogging them boys. Well, Milano broke um, Matt, uh, white in half, Mike White in half. So we already know how like <laughs> why he did now. So, all right. Well, Juan, what's your pick for the game? I like Cincinnati. I like the Bengals in a very close game, like three points. But it, it could go either way, man. Like I, it wouldn't. I think the winner of this is going to go to the Super Bowl. So I, I do agree with that. Okay, Sterles, what's your pick? I got to go with the Bills. I can't be on record saying that the, the Bengals are going to win. So I, I think the Bills are going to, you know, a Homer taking me says the Bills win by ten. Okay, uh, I'm with you. And I mean, y'all can call it Homer, or y'all can say it's. I really think, I, I, I really think that. Um, you know, since 13 seconds last year, I just think that th- these dudes are, you know, it's just 
they got a motivation that that you know yeah last week they didn't wake up for Miami because they kind of just figured we're better we're gonna beat them they don't have their quarterback we just gonna do it this game is a game that they they know they have to wake up for they know who Joe Burrow is they know who these boys are so I just think we're gonna get the best version of the Buffalo Bills this Sunday and I, I just don't see it being where Cincinnati comes to Orchard Park and and sends us home you know what I mean like I just mm-hmm. don't see that. So, <laughs> all right, so let's get to the game. You working uh, the, the New York Jets uh, travel to Philly, Philly, Philly. Giants. Giants. You yeah, said the Jets. Bad. Yeah, I'm, your team lost. <laughs> my bad. The Giants. The Giants are going to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, he'd be doing that on purpose, right, Twan? You yeah, know course, exactly know. what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, everybody listening to this on pod, or, you know, by podcast, if y'all can see Twan's face, like he, if looks could kill, maybe not kill, because I don't think he want to get at me like that, but if looks could really shut me down, he would do it every time, because he looks at me like, man, if this dude don't. But so let's get to it, man. Look, here's my take. I'm going to just start off with this. I think Brian Dabo is a heck of a coach. I think, you know, before we go anywhere, we got to give him some credit because nobody expected these boys yet to make the playoffs or to get to where they are. Um, now, I don't think they're going to be Philly. So I'm going to just say that and I'm going to just let y'all run. I think they might keep it close. You know what I mean? Uh, he's a good offensive mind. Saquon Barkley is is he's playing motivated. He had two touchdowns last week. Didn't have the yardage you would expect, but he had the touchdowns. And Daniel Jones played the best game of his career in the biggest moment of his career. So I don't know if he gets that out of, if he gets that out of those two guys, you never know. So I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but I think uh, kind of like I said about the first game, I think the Eagles will win. It's just, I don't think they cover the spread. Well, I did. Did y'all know that the, the giants are a better rushing offense than the Eagles? Uh, yeah, yeah, the Giants are worth their fourth. They're fourth in the league in rushing. Yeah, and, and I feel like that's what they're going to lean into this week, and, and they have to. And I think it's a smart strategy to do so. Uh, with, and, and Dan, you know, one of the plays that we love here in Buffalo is is the quarterback. Uh, you know, when Josh Allen rolls out, uh, the quarterback run on the right hand side. You know, that's quarterback sweep. I we see we've seen Daniel Jones do that. I think Brian Dable's going to have him running that quarterback sweep to the right. Uh, quite a bit with Saquon Barkley and them boys. Uh, they have nothing to lose. I mean, and the, not to mention, this is a divisional game, right? So we know the divisional games are always tough. This is the third meeting of the season, and, and the Eagles are coming off of a bye week. So I feel like, you know, the Giants, they, they got some momentum. They should they got some things that they should be uh, proud of coming to this game. I think a couple of things. I think, one, I mean, the Eagles led the league in sacks this year with 70. So I think if you're the Giants, like, I think, Maybe they're benefit to do some read options with Saquon and also Daniel Jones because they're both athletic, obviously. Mm-hmm. Jones can move. So you're going to force the Eagles defenders to kind of choose, like, who to go with. And then you're able to get some big plays off of that. Two, I think, you know, you got to get Saquon going. He has not rushed for 100 yards against the Eagles since he was a rookie in 2018. That's insane to me. Like, you got to get him going. He has to get over 100 yards if they're going to win this game. And three, they got to get out to Jalen Hurst. I mean, he is definitely – when you put pressure in his face and, you know, you've seen Wake, Wake Martindale and everybody knows what he did with the Ravens and, you know, Blair Blitz happy and he's doing the same thing with the Giants. If you can get pressure on Jalen Hurst, he's a completely different quarterback. His completion rate goes down. Uh, he's not – like you say, he turns the ball over a little bit more frequently when you get blitzes in his face uh, as opposed to not rushing him. So if you can do that, you can do those three things, I think – they got a chance to keep it close. But I, I think in the end, I just think the Eagles are the more talented team there on both sides of the ball. Uh, skill, it's, it matters. Like, the skill position players, defense. Def- Eagles defensive line is stacked. They had four guys that finished double-digit sacks this year. That's crazy. So, for me, like, I got to take the Eagles in this one. It might be, it might be close for a little bit, but y'all yeah, like Philadelphia about 10 points here at home. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Did you say it? What's your take? Uh, win or loss, Charles? You know, well, I'm going to go with the Giants on this game. I think they're going to get them by three. You're just doing the lone wolf thing here. Oh yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't yeah, totally surprise me. No, nah, it wouldn't totally surprise me if uh, the Giants were to win. But I just think I just think the Eagles are like ultra talented. I think it's, it's for sure. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. They like they had a great game against the Vikings last week, but the Vikings' pass defense was just god awful, and that's why Daniel Jones. I think you saw he was able to do what he did. He's not. I don't think he's nearly gonna have the success like how he did against the uh, against the Vikings as he would this weekend against the Eagles' secondary, which I think with James Bradbury, Darius Slay. 
like two of the better corners in football, like I think he's going to struggle a little bit. I know we have this weekend and then obviously next weekend too, but how incredible would it be if it was a New York Giants, Buffalo Bills Super Bowl? That would be wild. You know what I mean? Like to come full circle for the Bills. You know what I mean? Like how how just how crazy? No, I mean for real. What, what, what about what about the Dallas Cowboys Buffalo Super Bowl? That would oh, be in man. two years. That would be in two years. No, I mean, from, no, but I'm saying if come full circle. It's the Giants. Oh, okay. No, I yeah, know. Like, I know the Giants yeah, first yeah. one. Yeah, I, I get so what that, you're that's saying. That's what I mean. So no, in two years we could we could. But yeah, you're right because because the Commanders ain't doing nothing. Next no, year, I say so we, yeah. You, yeah, I'm about to say you're gonna yeah. count on Washington making it next year. That's they probably not gonna happen. They, they <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's get to that Cowboys game. Um, the Cowboys and the 49ers. Now, record wise, this is other than the Bills in in the Bengals. This is the game that everybody's looking forward to. Um, I, I, listen. I know that the 49ers have like this number one defense. They got this beast of a defense. And I don't know, man. Like I Dak, since he came back from injury, he got that offense rolling. And I know he has some interceptions. They talk about him like they talk about Josh. Shady be talking about him bad. And all these other people be talking about him bad. But I'm gonna tell you what, the boys put up points. They lead the league in points since he's been back. So I get it. You have an interception or two here. You got a fumble here. Same thing with Josh. Guess what? We're 13 and three. They're 12 and five. They're a really good team and they're hard to beat. I don't know. I'm, I'm going with the 49ers, but I'm saying like I would not be shocked at all, at all, if the, the Cowboys really just shocked the world on this one and beat them. Because I, I don't, and we've seen Brock Purdy play in the playoffs. We've seen him have a good game. But I mean, these games are getting bigger. He's literally Mr. Irrelevant. If he was this good, if he was this good, he would have been drafted a whole lot higher than where he was. Well, I, I think like he got drafted. Well, I was going to say, I think he got drafted because of his height, really. He's 5'11". Like, that's why he got drafted where he was. It wasn't, I mean, the man is experienced at Iowa State. So, I think had he been, like, two inches taller, he probably would have been a four, third or fourth round pick. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, he could have been a higher pick despite his height. Yeah, and I mean, because you look, I mean, and I get it, it's a different game, but you look at, I mean, Doug Flutie was, a, I, I was about to say something really not right, so I for, corrected myself, but he was small, Doug yeah. Flutie was, you know, um, who else, like there, there's guys that's been in the league that didn't have the height, and we've seen some good play from short quarterbacks. Russell but, Wilson is another one. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I mean, this year I don't want to give him too much credit yeah. for nothing. But <laughs> but we, we, like historically, 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 Russell Wilson's had a great career. Yes, up until yeah. this year. So I guess what I'm saying is like, yeah, I, I've I've seen what he can do. I've seen Purdy play well, but you know, I still I just that defense is good. But when mm-hmm. when they've gone up against quarterbacks that knew how to fling that ball, look at what happened when they went up against Patrick Mahomes and the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Look at what happened that last week of the season when they went up against. Nobody expected the Raiders' offense to look like that. But look what happened when they played a quarterback that knew how to get the ball down the field to Devontae Adams. Jerry so Stidham? Like, like, Jerry Stidham? Like, I said nobody I mean, expected that, but I mean – Yeah, nobody did neither, actually, but he did. Yeah. He, he got the ball down. I think he, he passed for the most yards against them this year. You yeah, know? he did. So, so I'm just saying, when they play against teams that have decent offenses – they don't look like that number one defense is all I'm saying. They they don't look bad. They don't look like the 30th right. defense, but I mean, they just don't look like that dominating. We're going to shut everybody down type of defense. And if Dak Prescott and them Cowboys do anything, they going to score that. They, like they going to put some points up. So I, I'm going to go with the 49ers, but I just think this is going to be like one of those one win games. And if the Cowboys have the ball last, the Cowboys going to take this one. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying if they have it last, it's going to Dak. I think for me, uh, I think this is a game where you can see like a guy like Michael Parsons just get unleashed because, as you kind of said, like, you know, Brock Purdy is a rookie and as good as he's been and as good as Kyle Shanahan is as a a play caller and, you know, head coach. I mean, you got a guy that's like a unicorn that could do a lot of different things on the field. And I I was Mike McCarthy and, you know, also uh, Dan Quinn. Like, I would just feature that man. I would have that man trying to be like Lawrence Taylor out there on the field, <laughs> like on Sunday, like just getting that man's face however you can and force him to make, you know, bad, force him to make good decisions. If he makes good decisions against the pass rush, then, you know, God bless him. But, yeah, I would have somebody like him just in his face the entire time. Like, I agree. I think the Cowboys are going to score points. I don't think it's uh, – I don't think that's the issue. It's just about – for me, it's just defensively. Can they get enough stops to stop San Francisco and all, what they can do with Debo, with Christian McCaffrey – 
with everybody, you know, Iuke, all of those guys there that they have uh, featured offensively, George Kittle. I, I, that's that's the big question I have. Like, I I really want to take the Cowboys. I really do. Like, in, in my in my heart telling me to do it, like, to take the Cowboys. But I'm going to listen to my brain on this one, and I'm going to reluctantly take the 49ers. But mm. it would not surprise me. If the Cowboys were to end up, if this was one of the upsets of the weekend, if the Cowboys yeah. ended up getting the job done. I feel like I'm exactly where you are. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if yes. the Cowboys end up with the ball I, last. I really want to pick them. I really yeah, do. Like, everything in me wanted to pick them. Like, but it's just like, I, I can't because it just don't. But, man, if they got the ball last, I, I'm just telling you, I, I just feel like it could go either way. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Where you at with the Sterles? I just feel like, uh, you know, I just think going into this game, I feel like we need to give Kyle Shanahan some more credit. Uh, you know, it's not Brock Purdy and his ability. It's more Kyle Shanahan, the way he constructed this offense. Uh, I think you're going to see them roll the pocket with Brock Purdy, get him out in space and, and, and throw the ball to easy looks to kind of get him in rhythm. Something that I feel like, uh, you know, Ken Dorsey doesn't do with Josh Allen, but um, – I feel like Brock Purdy, he's doing exactly what they need him to do. You know, this is, you know, they've never, the the Shanahan's and, and with their quarterbacks and running backs, man, they never have like top guys. You know, they got Christian McCaffrey, but they always find a way to get it done. I think this is going to be no different for Brock Purdy in this game. I feel like he has, he's going to do just enough to keep them in the game and possibly win it. Um, on the other side, you know, I think we're not talking about Dalton Schultz enough, the tight end for the Dallas Cowboys, man. Lately, he's really come along. I really like his game. The way he almost like Travis Kelsey, but he's the way he can find a soft spot in the zone for being such a young player is extremely impressive. Uh, Tony Pollard continues to make big plays. You know, the only thing that gets in the way of this Dallas Cowboys team and not taking it to the next level is the defense. Um, I, I think they they are, they rely on too many big plays to happen uh, down to down to down and down the distance. I don't feel like they uh, schematically. Um, they worry me there sometimes. So uh, I think it's going to be a great game. If, I, if I'm a betting man, I would say the 49ers win. I just don't feel like Dak has that, that X factor. I'm going to take you down on the last play and, and win you a game. I just don't feel like he's going to be able to do that in the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the 49ers here. All right. Well, that's – I mean, we, we uh, went through the games. I feel like we agree on the 49ers. Uh, Twan was the only one that took the, the Bengals. What do we agree on? Uh, New York and, and Philly. Everybody said Philly, and then we yeah. all agreed on no, Kansas City. No, Sterles took all the Giants. Sterles took the Giants, and then we all agreed with the Chiefs were going to win. Okay, so I mean, it, next week, next week going to be fun. Next week going to be fun because um, either Twan going to be able to talk some mess about the Bengals and, and us and our takes, or I'm going to be I'm going to be insufferable if the Bills win this game. And I, I got Twan on the record. Saying that the Bengals gonna win, and he's talking about how the Bengals is slighted. I'm just, it's go, I'm praying, sweet eight pound infant baby Jesus, please, please. I need, I just need to get Antoine one good time before the season's over. Like, like you hadn't been able to get me all year. You've been trying to get me all year. <laughs> what? One more time? We gonna do this it? This would be so sweet though. Like this one right here, because because the Bills are home. You know, like they. I just I just feel like it's different. It's the playoffs. It means more. It's winner go home. And this ain't this ain't you know the Bills and the Jets. This ain't that. Like this is this is a an important game. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, so I, just, I didn't say I didn't say the Bills can't win. I just say the Bengals are going to win. Everybody knows how good the Bills are. So if they win, then you know much props to them. I, I wouldn't surprise me at all. So, but I, I know it's I, I know it's coming if they end up winning. So if they, I mean, you might as well just go ahead and. Call off that week for the show. Just tell me in advance that you're not going to be there. It's okay. No, I'll show up. Like I'll show up. Like no, nah. but whether whether I whether I show up next week or the week like whenever you see me at the Senior Bowl or what, like it, I mean, it's going to come either way. So hey, yeah, it's going to happen. Especially at the Senior Bowl when we get some drinks after after like that. First of all, before we get off of here, I know this ain't about to like. So Nelly is performing Friday night at the Senior Bowl. I don't know. Did you know that? Uh, I I won't be there then, but, but yeah, I didn't. Okay, well, Nelly's performing Friday night at the Senior Bowl. Dude, he he performed somewhere over the last couple of days, and this dude was off his rocker. Did, did you see this, Charles? No, I didn't. I'm gonna send you the video, man. Nelly was looking like he was looking like he was on something so strong, like a couple different things at the same time. 
All I know is he better have his fixed in two weeks when it comes to the season. <laughs> <laughs> He's so upset if this dude is performing like no, like for real, his eyes was all like he was just he was holding the mic weird, just just real. I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, we, yeah, we, I, we, I, I want to see this too. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to both of you. It's like, yo, y'all got it. you got it. Nelly, get this. Nelly, I know you don't listen, but if you just so happen to hear this, matter of fact, I might download this and post it and tag him. So hopefully he do get it right by the senior bowl. Cause I ain't, I ain't trying to come and see Nelly on shrooms, okay? I don't want to see Nelly on shrooms. It was bad. It was bad. When I send this to y'all, y'all gonna be like, "Yo, what in the world was going on with Nelly?" So, but all right. Before we get out of here, do y'all have anything y'all wanted to touch on as far as like um, the coaching uh, changes that we're seeing, teams letting guys go or uh, guys being caught on interviews or anything like that, or you just want to chill with the games this week? I'm good. I'm good good with the games. Like, it's still a lot of movement around the league. So, I'm sure we'll touch on that at some point. Okay. Well, let's get on out of here. Sterles, why don't you let let everybody know what you got going on this weekend? I know you got some good content coming. Dog, so the first thing, the Nelly thing is just hilarious, man. But, uh, no, I'm excited about these games on Sunday, man. Uh, I will be doing my show uh, on, on Sunday at noon. Uh, intentional grounding. We'll talk about all things Bills, all things Bengals, and get this thing going, man. Hopefully, Bills can get a dub. All right, Twan, you got any uh, – well, you you actually covering the Giants this weekend, so let everybody know what content they could be looking forward to from you. Uh, just, you know, you check me out on Antoine Staley at Twitter and just about, you know, previewing the game on on Saturday, you know, Giants-Eagles, and then I'll be down there covering that. So you're looking for, definitely looking forward to it. All right, and y'all know me. Sunday morning, look for uh, what is it? Uh, pre-game rumblings where I preview the football game that the Bills are going to be having this Sunday. And uh, there's a ton of great content coming this week. So everybody, keep, just stay plugged into Buffalo Rumblings, and y'all know, love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative, go Bills. Go to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today